who am I? We don't know her. She doesn't have a name anymore. <laughs> She's fully in the zone. She's in her safe space. She's vibing to the music. She doesn't want to be bothered. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. What is up, fam? Welcome back to episode two of season six. This is bananas, you guys. Um, it's feeling good to be back, and I'm excited to have you all here. Today's episode is one that's been a long time coming. Actually, one of you guys requested this, and I wanted to do this justice, so it took me a while to kind of like write this whole script and get your submissions in but I'm super excited to talk about just general festival anxiety nerves like those jitters you get and kind of like some more serious topics as well so we're gonna be diving into all of that today um, but first if you guys are new here you can connect with us at rave culture cast on all of the social media platforms we've got our facebook group discord all of that linked down below along with any links or resources that are mentioned in this episode so with that being said, I want to share a quick word from one of our sponsors as well, Lunatics. Uh, Lunatics makes my favorite festival and beauty accessories. So hair products, face gems, glitter, body gems, tattoos, stickers, all that stuff. I'm absolutely obsessed with. They've had so many deals throughout the holiday season. So if you guys want to stock up and save, definitely check them out. Lunatics.com, discount code MAK. That will get you 10% off your orders. Um, I love everything they have. They are a small business in this company. Their owner and their team is absolutely fantastic. So if you guys want to support um, you know, their small business, definitely do it. They are coming out with new collections all the time and they've got some of the cutest products. So I just wanted to shout them out for the holidays again. Lunatics discount code MAK. All right, with all that being said, let's dive into today's episode because I have a lot we want to cover and I am going to share a quick breakdown of this episode and then we'll dive into your submissions because I did ask you guys to write in for this topic, which was awesome. Um, but again, we are talking about pre- show jitters, general festival anxiety, things like that that people are dealing with. Um, One thing I wanted to mention is this one time at a festival, I actually seen it multiple times, but there was a totem that said fuck anxiety on it and I'll never forget it and it just, I saw it at the right moment at the right time and it genuinely helped me feel better in that moment. So thank you to whoever made that fuck anxiety totem. But things like that can actually have like a really big impact on people in the crowd that you don't realize or a piece of candy that you give someone like that's a great way to to spread encouragement. But it's just something that like stayed with me and I'll never forget seeing that in the crowd. And one of you guys wrote in and asked to talk about like how to deal with anxiety around shows or crowds and I thought this would be a really interesting topic to dive into. So one thing for me personally is like in my normal everyday today life, I definitely deal with anxiety. I have a lot of like intrusive thoughts, a little bit of OCD and when it comes to shows and stuff, like I I personally don't deal with that as much. It's more like day-to-day stress and things like that. But when I'm at shows and festivals, I feel way more like free and outgoing. And for all of us, like this can impact our lives differently. Like some of you guys might be more fine in your day to day. But then at shows, like you get heightened feelings. Large crowds may be something that you're uncomfortable with. You just being around strangers. If you're a solo raver, that could be something that's out of your comfort zone. So many outside factors could affect kind of like how you're feeling. 
at events and all of our comfort levels are different so I just wanted to like bring that up just so you guys know kind of like where I'm coming from and I've been in situations where I've you know 100% felt more uncomfortable or you know been stuck in a crowd and I'm like holy shit this is not where I want to be right now I feel very unsafe and you can kind of like have that anxiety like build up in you um so we're kind of like coming at it from all different angles today but uh here's a quick breakdown of what we're going to talk about in today's episode so I want to talk a little bit about pre-show nerves I have a word for that we'll talk about Uh, I want to talk about anxiousness when you're in a come up so if you're dabbling in substances or something I did want to touch on that subject because I feel like there can be direct obviously like feelings of anxiety that are related to those substances that you're taking we're going to talk about places you can go to calm down at an event we're going to talk about how to stay present and to get out of your head and to ground yourself and then we'll talk a little bit about how to help other people around you who are dealing with nerves or anxiety and then we're going to wrap up with um, general social anxiety tips from our listeners because you guys wrote in some really amazing things but first the amnesty bin what is the amnesty bin? This is our brand new segment on Rave Culture Cast where anonymous submissions are sent in from our listeners and they are their rave confessions that I will take with me to the grave. So you guys can submit your anonymous rave confessions that will be dropped in the amnesty bin to raveculturecast at gmail.com if you would like me to read it on an upcoming episode. This one's short and sweet. I had a very intense dream about Timmy Trumpet last night. <laughs> No other context, nothing. Just got that in my inbox. I had a very intense dream about Timmy Trumpet last night. Go off. Not quite sure what that was for you, but hopefully it was nice. Hopefully it was nice. We won't reveal who that sent that in, but thanks. Thanks for sending that in and uh, starting off our episode with that. (laughs) Okay, with that being said, let's dive into our first topic here. Okay, so first topic, pre-show nerves. So if some of you have been around for a very long time, then you will have heard this story and this this term before, but if you're new, here's a quick refresher. So I, oh God, what was it? I think it was EDC 2019. If you're in my rave fam, you can confirm with me. We were going to EDC Las Vegas and we were talking about this feeling where we were like, you have these like butterflies in your stomach. It's like, you're not really like scared but it kind of feels like nerves but it really is excitement it's like all these feelings bundled together and it's like these pre-show jitters that you're kind of feeling and um my friend Brady coined the term potential energy so we were like it's not the energy of the festival quite yet it's the potential energy that's building before the event so anytime we felt that we would look at each other and we would be like guys potential energy is building we were like yes okay we're all in the same wavelength here like we all have those butterflies and then I think that year was the year that it was kinetic energy I'm pretty sure but one of the years like they ended up going with that theme and we were like oh my god mind blown (laughs) like we've wrapped up the potential energy in the theme but This was a topic, I don't remember where I learned this, so I'm sorry I can't credit the person who came up with this, but it has been such a fucking mindset game changer. If you can reframe your mindset, and it takes some practice, redirect in your brain nervousness to excitement. Literally just making that switch in your mind. Anytime you feel nerves about anything in your life, doesn't have to be festival related, when you start to get those feelings, Tell your brain, I'm not nervous, I'm excited. Literally just changing that in my mind 
has made me feel so much better with situations. Like when I hosted the EDC Las Vegas live stream on on Insomniac Radio, I could have been like shitting bricks and so nervous. And the whole time I was like, Emma, you're not nervous. You're excited. This is the opportunity of a lifetime. You're just so excited to be doing this. And just having that mind frame like changed how I felt. And I was like, these aren't it's not tied to a negative word it's tied to a positive word so in your brain you're thinking more like excitement excitement positivity rather than like negative nervous scared I th- I told Jeannie this before her set at EC Orlando because she was like saying she was really really nervous and I was with her and I and I told her this exact thing and she was like holy shit okay yeah I am excited I'm not nervous and I was like yes it's just a great way to reframe it so before you go into a festival you're not nervous you're excited um Other things you can do to help with pre-show nerves, I feel like making candy is just a classic thing that can just like help with stress. Like it's a great thing to do that's just, you can start a tradition, but kind of just like wind down, chill. If you want to have a glass of wine, just relax, make some candy, watch a movie. I used to literally always watch Under the Electric Sky, the EDC documentary before every EDC I went to. It was tradition and I would sit and I would make candy. That can be great. I find that doing your research and just being more prepared mentally can help with pre-show nerves. So that's why I'm here like watching content creators, tips and advice videos, watching vlogs, anything that will help you prepare mentally for what you're walking into so you're not going into it blind can help. So like watching a vlog for me, I do this before every festival. I just like look up I, I want to see the layout. I want to see what it looks like. I want to see what the campgrounds look like when they walk around a festival. Like I'll watch walkthrough videos. I just find that it calms my nerves and it makes me feel like I know what I'm you know, preparing for. And it doesn't ruin the excitement or anything for me. Talking it out, posting groups, like reach out to people, like post something in like the festival's you know, page or unofficial group, getting like support and words of encouragement can be really good for nerves. Just talking to your Ray fam about it. I feel like it's good to just get it out and talk it out. And then like I mentioned, doing your homework, just, you know, making sure you, you have your packing list ready to go. You've looked at the festival map, you know, where the medical tents are, you know, where quiet areas are, like anything that's going to make you feel calmer because you know where you can go get help, which at any point you can get help. So just remember that. Those are all things that I would say you can do prior to a show then going to a show so actually being at a show there's a bunch of different places you can go to kind of like get not I wouldn't say quiet but that you can go to get like a break or you know kind of like relieve yourself from like the massive crowds and stuff like that so you know obviously the first things you can do again this is participating in substances or not if you're feeling an anxiety attack come on if you're getting anxious in the size of a crowd if like whatever is happening maybe it's like a really popular set and it gets like way too you know packed in for your comfort um leave that crowd if you can like safely get out of the crowd find some place that's going to be way less stimulating for you which can be hard at events but there are always these really cool art installations that are in like chill areas maybe they're out on the sides of the festival or maybe like if you're in a forest kind of setting it's in like a really beautiful like serene setting so find some place that maybe is like a little less stimulating maybe you're not in the middle of a crowd maybe you're not on a ride like whatever it is but you can kind of like go someplace that's a little quieter it's a little out of the chaos you'll be able to sit down maybe go grab a snack get a water like sit and chill for a little bit. So look for something less stimulating. Um, At all of Insomniac's events, they typically have an Oasis lounge, which is usually marked by a little purple heart on the map. These are um, safe spaces you can go, again, 
for literally any reason. If you just need to relax, if you're having a bad trip, if you're not feeling well, if you need to take a nap, like anything you need to do, if you're like afraid to take a nap, you know, out in the public on a grassy area and you just like want somebody to watch you and know you're not going to be like fucked with in any way or like have something stolen off of you. There are obviously like staff members working there. There's ground control working there who's there to help you. So look for an Oasis lounge if you can. At other festivals, they have like similar areas. So just make sure you look at the map and figure those out. Um, Some places have like quieter lounge rooms. So recently I had noticed at Avant Gardner in Brooklyn, they when we were at the Brooklyn Mirage and they weren't using Avant Gardner, they had turned it into a lounge and they had just like this really like beautiful like visuals on this really big screen and they were playing like very very chill like low I don't want to say low frequency music but it was just like very vibey and it was just like couches and it was dark and it was quiet so for whatever reason if you just needed to like get out of the chaos of the show you could go sit down there so I thought that was really nice so whether it's a rave or a show like if you can step outside for a second and get some fresh air that's a great thing to do but just kind of like know the different areas you can go to like I said grassy areas like if your group you know if you have a great group with you and they're willing to just like leave the crowd and go sit and chill and vibe out and have some good conversations that would be great Um, hammocks are a good option a lot of festivals have hammock areas where you can literally go just chill and take a nap which can be great for you and just like recover for a little bit so um, definitely just like know your resources look at the map and figure out where are going to be places you can go to calm down um another thing I wanted to mention like I said before anxiousness during a come come up for those of you partaking in substances you can run into an instance where you know whether it's anxiety about your substances or like if you took something and you're just not reacting to it well or you're starting to come up and you're in the middle of a crowd and you're very fucking overwhelmed all of a sudden or you're like holy shit can't be here not the right place not the right set this is not the vibe um leave the crowd if you get nervous or you're not feeling good and one thing I've found with those situations is like if you're anticipating that maybe figure out where the best place is going to be for you to come up you know what I mean like don't be in the middle of a fucking crowd and it's like super overwhelming and you're like oh my god I get out I gotta get out of here and you're like panicking and trying to get out like maybe go someplace where it's like really chill and you're going to be able to have your space and air and stuff so you can like handle your shit and then when you feel ready to go in the crowd you can so like think about your timing think about your placement that's all stuff um again like having a sober friend or a designated driver obviously in these situations is very very helpful so if you need like a a line leader to like lead you out of the crowd you know support lean on each other and leave the crowd if it's you know making you nervous knowing where the exits are are so important you guys even if you're just gonna get like sick or something like that like I've been in the crowd with friends who have like needed to vom in the middle and like they're trying to figure out where the fuck they're going to go to like get out of there. So like knowing where the bathrooms are and knowing where the exits are are very, very important. Um, And then like I mentioned, I think it's a great, great option to have a sober friend or someone who's just like looking out for everybody who's like has a clear mind, whether that's you or your friends who is going to be able to like assist in these situations. But it's just a lot of things to think about. And again, that is not for everyone, but I just wanted to mention that because I've been there myself and I feel like that can be like a really anxiety driven thing um, for a lot of people. So you just want to be careful with that. 
And then lastly, how to stay present and how to get out of your head. So I'm not like the best at grounding techniques. I've like learned just tricks of the trade that have helped me personally, but I'm not an expert in any of these things. But some things that have helped me, setting reminders on your phone can be a really big thing. So if you guys like literally want to set them and time them to go off to like help with your anxiety, to send you positive affirmations or like a really nice message, I think that's an amazing thing to do. So don't forget to like set reminders at the beginning of the festival and they like come to you later. Keeping a note on your notepad can be really great. So if you have feelings coming up, like just take out your notepad and just start writing down how you're feeling, sending it. Even if you have a friend who maybe is not at the festival, like let them know beforehand, hey, like if I'm not feeling great, I'm going to reach out to you. And, you know, if you're awake, I would love to hear back from you. So any kind of like support that you can lean on there. And then I wrote down candy reminders like I brought up before. It's kind of like amazing how a piece of candy can like make you feel better in the moment or even getting traded something that just like hits you right in the soul and it was like the message you needed to get that night can be amazing so it's amazing to make that candy to give to people because you just don't know you could be like saving a life by giving that candy to someone or a card like my friend Lexi made these like really beautiful cards with like the most amazing quotes I think it said you matter or like the world is better with you in it it said something like that And she gave that to somebody and they literally almost cried and they were like, you have no idea how badly I needed to hear this. Like you can make that experience for someone. So whether you're receiving that or giving that, it's just a beautiful reminder and like the gifting um, culture that we have in the rave scene is amazing. So having candy reminders, somebody gave me a candy once. It was double layered and it said fucking, I think it said like fuck anxiety just breathe or something like that it said just breathe for sure and I was like oh my god took a deep breath reminded me to like breathe so we love that and like I mentioned earlier the fuck anxiety totem was like exactly what I needed to see at one point let's like pop up in a really busy crowd so totems signs phone reminders all of the above are amazing things to have um last thing I want to mention before we dive into your stories, um, helping your friends or other ravers that you see see dealing with nerves and anxiety. You can, like I mentioned, other than just like the candy or the totems, um, be that person for other people. Like if you are okay, but you see somebody else struggling, like that is a beautiful part of this community is like helping others in those moments. Just like small examples, I remember I was at EDC Orlando in 2022 and I went to go to the bathroom and I got on the line for the porta potty and I noticed there was a guy in front of me who just like looked like he was rolling. He just clearly was going through it. Um, I could just tell was nervous, like was swaying a lot, kind of like fidgeting, like looked like they were in their fucking head and they needed to get that energy out and I was like I need to talk to them so I just started talking to them I was like hey is this your first EDC started chatting I offered them gum they took my gum and we just started talking and I could like you know when you can sense someone's like relief I could just tell that like the interaction was like helping them kind of just like chill and get out of their head um and it was just a nice thing went off on their way but yeah, I just kind of was like, I think this person like needs this in this moment, whether it's gum, something, anything. So doing that for somebody can be really, really beneficial for them. Um, like I mentioned, whether it's you or another person, 
offering to take them out of the crowd or like help them navigate so if you see somebody struggling or something you can say hey do you want to like go sit down for a second and if they say like yes like you can go move them to the side and help them you know catch their breath talk them through things like that can be a really really helpful thing for people ask them where they're from like any questions that will just distract them can be really really amazing and it's super generous thing to do with your time so that you could see somebody sitting on the ground who looks like they're struggling sit down next to them ask them if they're okay do they need water is there anything you can get to like make their experience better um just you know keep your eye out be aware of things that are happening around you speak to them calmly you know approach them calmly giving them positive reminders and affirmations can be can be good um if they're like looking for their friends or if there's something that triggered them maybe like maybe they got lost maybe their phone died like whatever it is like see if there's any way you can assist them in that moment um and then another thing you could offer to walk them to the oasis or to a medical tent as well because a lot of times people don't even know those things exist so even if it's something like you can't necessarily help with like I was in a situation at ultra miami where I had somebody who was like heavily under the influence and was like really, really, really not doing well. Um, and I offered to walk them to the medical tent and sat them down at the medical tent and then somebody took over there because I was I was working. So just knowing they're in better hands can be is the best thing that you can do for people as well. Um, so that's just something I wanted to mention as well. Alrighty, fam. Before we dive into your stories, I wanted to share a quick message from one of our partners, Lunchbox. You guys know they make my favorite anti-theft bags. Whether you guys are going to a festival and you need a hydration pack or you're going to a local show and you need a fanny pack, their snack and sling packs are absolutely incredible. I use them when I travel as well because they're great. They're smaller. One of them, the sling pack has a water bottle holder um, and they're anti-theft. They have zipper clips so they're amazing for traveling as well. But I wanted to highlight their hydration packs because now through January 31st, they are discounted. So they are went from $129 to $109 and you can also use my code Capotes. it's my last name k-a-p-o-t-e-s that will get you $15 off orders $109 or more so spend $109 get $15 off with code Capotes. highly recommend the hydration packs they have lasted me for literally years they have a black pack which is great goes with everything they have a white pack which is absolutely beautiful I love the white pack and they have a clear backpack as well now which is amazing if you guys want to get through security super quick and easy um, or you have a lot of shows or venues locally that have clear bag guidelines the clear hydration pack is a great way to go they also have a clear snack pack as well so Everything you can imagine under the sun, definitely take advantage of deals. It's a great holiday gift as well if you guys want for yourself or for a friend. So don't forget code Capotis when you are checking out at Lunchbox. All right, with all that being said, let's get into your submissions. Um, So I asked you guys, how do you deal with festival anxiety? How do you deal with nerves before a show? Like what is it that makes it better for you? And you sent in some really awesome submissions that I'm going to read here. So just going to take a sip of Olipop. This is so good, by the way. I'm not a big soda drinker, but somebody mentioned this and I was like, I'm going to try it. This is a strawberry vanilla. Just shouting that out because that was good. Anyway, okay, this one is from Tara. It says, I deal with a decent amount of anxiety in my day-to-day. So pre-festivals, I like to make sure my vitamin and sleep regimen is top-notch and consistent at least two weeks before the event. I do yoga or workouts regularly, eat well-balanced meals, and use essential oils for aromatherapy to raise my vibrations and ground my energy. If I get anxiety at an event, I make sure to separate myself from the crowds and have water. If I'm having a hard time catching my breath or calming my anxiety, I listen and find a beat 
um, and count that beat every time it comes around so it focuses my breathing and distracts me from my anxiety. I always separate my friend and my I always separate with a friend slash my husband and never alone. Love that. Great tips. That's a great tip about counting the different beats. I've never thought about that before. Sorry, I'm burping. (laughs) I'm leaving all this in. (laughs) Okay. What does this one say? Oh, I, okay, this person, this was short and sweet, said, I suffer from this, meaning anxiety, heavy, but a trick I do is I will go back and watch videos from my camera roll from other festivals that I've been to, and it always reminds me that I worry before, and I always have the best time. Super short and sweet. That's a great reminder. Yeah, go back, look at your photos. You've done it before. You can do it again. You're going to have a great time at the end of the day. Next submission. Hi there, here's my submission. Beyond rave jitters, some ravers have debilitating anxiety that making that makes going to events very difficult. Personally, I am autistic and as a neurodivergent ravers can agree that while we love everything about raves, sometimes they can be overstimulating and can possibly cause meltdowns. After many years of raving, I have advice for any neurodivergent and anxiety disordered raver pals. Number one, make sure your needs are met. Are your clothes comfortable? Is your water full? Are you hungry? Do you need to sit? Listen to your body. Number two, find out if the event has a quiet area. It may be called a decompression zone, a safe space, sanctuary, but many festivals implement this. If you feel anxious, definitely take advantage of this. Number three, if you're feeling uncomfortable where you are, change your environment. Even a quick break outside can turn things around. Number four, keep your hands busy. If you're anxious on the dance floor, keep your hands busy can feel very soothing. I use Rave Jewelry, chewable candy, and it's changed the game. They also have those like little pop things that you can pop out. Somebody gave them to me at a festival and I thought it was such a great gift. They make mini ones and they turn them into keychains. It's like the little pop it things. I forgot those are called, but love that. Those help with anxiety as well. Um, And number five, uh, know when it's time to turn in for the night. There is no shame in knowing if you're just not feeling well to have a good time. There's no shame in choosing to stay home for the night. Listen to your body's needs always. Absolutely love that. Amazing tips. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. And those are great points just in the beginning, like kind of going through a checklist, like what would make me feel better in this moment? Do I need to go to the bathroom? Do I need to go just like sit and eat something right now? Do I need to get out of this crowd? Is this set not the vibe for me right now? I've been at sets where like super low frequency music, not for me, needed to get the fuck out of there. Like literally think about exactly what this person said. Like do I need to stretch? Do I need to be in a different group of people right now? Are these people making me uncomfortable? Like these are all questions to ask yourself, but kind of like go down the checklist. Did I have water? Did I use the bathroom? Did I eat? Have I stretched? Have I sat down? Set and setting is a huge thing. Okay, next submission. Hey, Emma, first off, I love the podcast. I discovered your channel in 2019 and have been a loyal subscriber ever since. It's been amazing to watch you grow and I hope to see more growth in the future. Thank you so much. Okay, typically before I go to any large events, I get the jitters to the point where I get very cold no matter the temperature and literally shake in anticipation. Not necessarily bad anxiety, but I get really excited to see what the event has in store for me. Sometimes it gets so intense that I get really quiet, forget to take in my surroundings, and really enjoy what's happening in the moment pre-event. This piece of advice has been reiterated many times in the podcast, but I think it's super important to mention again. Take note of what is around you, the mood of the crowd, the nearest exit, employees and workers around to help. Figuring out where you can get medical assistance if needed is extremely helpful and valuable in order to feel safe and to ensure safety. 
I also find that interacting with my surroundings, whether it's talking to people around me slash I'm attending the event with, noticing where certain smells and sounds are coming from, even foods or snacks helps keep me level and not feeling as though I'm experiencing an event in a third person rather than in my own body. This is also really this also really helps me with being able to remember the event once it's all over. Thanks for using your platform to help people feel more comfortable with going out and experiencing things even outside of festivals. Your work has had a great impact on people and I hope to see much more in the future. Thank you so much. Uh, this is from Janaea. Thank you for the kind words. I very much appreciate that and I think all those tips are amazing. Okay, this next one's from Jen. It says, long-time listener, first-time caller, or whatever the saying is, first time writing in. I love it. Love the podcast and everything you do for the rave community. I used to deal with some anxiety before events that would usually arise at the day of the event. In the past, I would allow these feelings to take over and continue to ruminate on negative thoughts, ultimately killing the vibe for my partner. I knew I had to turn around my thought pattern once my emotions began negatively affecting others. Now, I set intentions before going to a festival or concert. I position myself to understand what I look to get out of and put out into these events. Positive energy and open mind and freedom of creativity. I interpret the anxious butterflies in my stomach feeling as being excited. Yes. Turning bodily cues into positive premonitions of what's to come has helped me keep a clearer mind as I enter a festival. Overall, I continue to keep in mind that I am entering a safe space where I am free to be myself. Being intentional about my expectations of an event has helped keep me keep negative thoughts and festival jitters at bay excited to hear everyone's experiences i seriously want you guys to tell me like genuinely try this and the next time you get nervous i'm not even kidding it sounds stupid but it has helped me the next time you get nervous in your brain tell yourself i'm not nervous i'm excited just making that switch and then come back and comment on this episode and let me know if that actually helped you because it literally has helped my brain in the past okay this one says, love that you're doing an episode on this topic. It took me a long time to find my groove and really truly enjoy festivals, so I hope this helps someone. I have really awful crowd anxiety to the point where after my first fest, I wasn't sure if I'd be able to keep raving. A lot of it for me is mental. Before I go to an event, I tell myself mentally, it will be crowded, you will get shoved, but you're going to be okay. It helps me set the expectation in my brain instead of going into it somehow hoping to avoid these things. Well, at the event, I remind myself anytime I'm standing near people who are bothering me that the crowd changes rapidly, I'm pretty much any instance, I won't be near the same people for more than five minutes. If it doesn't change, I remove myself. Sunglasses and a pashmina over the head can help a ton to reduce overstimulation and block out peripherals too. Also, just find the right spot. It may take some walking around, but even at main stages at EDCO this past weekend, the entire left side was spaced out, calm, great vibes. Um, and there's almost always a section like that at any stage or fest where you get some reprieve. If you're someone who needs to sit for physical reasons or overstimulation, bring light up objects to put around you. Great point. So others can see you. Sitting for brief periods can really help me reset in moments of overwhelm, but it can make things worse if people are tripping on me. Have a totem or lights or both so others see you. That's a great point. I've seen people do this a lot. And I think it's awesome. They'll take like little glow stick bracelets and they'll like make a square around their friend group and you do noticeably see it. I've stepped through them before, but for the most part, you see that perimeter or parameter and you're like, okay, this is like somebody's safe space. So it's a great thing to do. So yeah, if you deal with anxiety or nerves and you need to go just like camp out and chill, I don't recommend doing it near the stage, but if you go on like the outskirts of it, 
make yourself like a little safe space or like a little circle or square out of glow sticks. Um, it can be awesome. And I want to show you guys what they're talking about, the sunglasses and pashmina, because if you're not like visually putting two together, two and two together, I'm going to go get my stuff. Hold on. <laughs> we need to try this out. So if you're not watching the video, start watching the video. The colors are not going to match here at all. But okay, you guys are going to know. This is how we're ending the episode, by the way. This, that, this is the <laughs> literally the last thing that anyone wrote in. Okay, so this is going to be... Oh, the name is like completely slipping my mind now but anyway this is a way to create a safe space and I feel like this is the universal language of ravers if you see someone look who looks like this or who is doing this you know not to talk to them don't interact with them they're in their own world they're vibing you don't just have to be like going through anxiety or like overstimulation to do this this is like the universal rave symbol for like don't interact with me right now <laughs> I'm vibing out you know what I mean so what you're gonna do you're going to take your pashmina. So you do need a couple things for this. Pashmina is an amazing accessory anyway, um, but it'll obviously help with, you know, keeping you protected from the elements and all things like that, but also putting you in your safe space. So you're going to take your pashmina and you're going to put it over your head however, you know, far out as you want. If you want it to like fully cover the sides of your face so it covers your eyes even better because then you can't see anything out of your peripherals. Okay, step two a bucket hat we need a bucket hat I'm going to take my project glow bucket hat this is like reversible so we'll use this side a bucket hat goes over the pashmina okay now we're locked in now we're fully we're in the zone okay so now we've got the protection from the top we've got the protection from the sides the last step this is the don't talk to me step sunglasses okay now who am I we don't know her she doesn't have a name anymore. <laughs> she's fully in the zone. She's in her safe space. She's vibing to the music. She doesn't want to be bothered. Okay, that's the vibe that this is evoking. Do you know what I mean? So we've got pashmina. You can throw it around your arms if you want. We can protect the whole body. This is our safe space. Okay, <laughs> I can't imagine how ridiculous this looks but like if you if, okay you're you at a festival if you're next to me and I'm looking like this who I'm I'm in my own world I'm not here anymore I'm camouflaged no one can see me my sunglasses are blocking it out I'm vibing you know what I mean so anyways I think I'm gonna wrap up the episode here <laughs> thank you guys so much for tuning in to episode two of season six it has been a pleasure working on this episode um no but for real I really really wanted to do this one because I think it would be super helpful for you guys and again like this is a very serious topic as well like if any of you guys seriously deal with a lot of anxiety or if you are on the spectrum if you can't handle certain levels of stimulation like if things get overwhelming to you I hope that these tips and advice are things that you can you know keep in your mind and think about at your next festival or your next rave and they you know improve your experience or they help you get out of a situation or they ground you whatever it might be um, but there are always ways to make you know yourself feel better and there's resources to help you so please 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 let me know what you guys thought about this episode I would love to get your feedback on it um, again resources links brand partners codes all of that will be linked down below along with our socials so connect with us at rave culture cast on all the platforms um, and really quickly I wanted to mention our best of EDM episode is coming out at the end of the year this is where we go through the top artists 
tracks, collaborations, albums of the year. I share my favorites and then I also read what you guys vote on. So voting is now open and I will leave a link for that down below so you guys can submit your votes for that. Other than that, thank you so much for being here and listening and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye guys. 